up, y'all? This is Deeg. Earlier this week, I sat down with my buddy Will, also known as W, to talk about Destiny 2 and some changes that were recently announced for their Armor 2.0 system regarding elemental affinity. In addition to that, we also talked a little bit about how our Bartle type affects how we enjoy or don't enjoy Destiny 2. If you want to know your Bartle type, check the description for the link. You messaged me like a week ago, I guess, saying they fixed it and linked me the This Week at Bungie post about the changes to uh, the seasonal armor with regard to um, the elemental affinities. Mm-hmm. What changed? So it looks like we will be able to change the elemental affinity for the cost of an upgrade module and hit the, the, the thing that really got me is and you can choose the affinity you want or at least that's the way they worded it um that that's actually a big deal i remember um what system was it what was it uh oh yeah there was a there was a ability way back in the day where iron banner you could re-roll weapons you get from iron banner and it was like it was like doing slots like there it was just very random um so the sure. fact that so so yeah, like the fact that you can actually say, "Hey, I want the solar one," or "I want the arc," or like be able to pick it and not have it just be like, "Oh, you randomly get it," or "Oh, you, it it like cycles." So like, if you're two affinities over, you have to pay twice. So this sure sure yay, it's like yay, they're listening a little bit. <laughs> Right, and the the armor affinity is a part of the the armor 2.0 system that came in with Shadowkeep, right? Correct. And the armor 2.0 system, tell me if I, I got this right, was a way to address complaints that players don't have enough control over their armor setup because the amount of randomization on them is too high, and the ability to farm for specific armor pieces with certain stats is too low. Yeah. And so they addressed this by saying, okay. Armor isn't gonna be isn't gonna be uh, a slot machine anymore. You're gonna be able to pick the individual mods that you want, slot them in. But of course, you gotta pay, right? That's kind of the trade-off. Um, yeah. You still gotta grind, but instead of grinding out randomness, you're grinding out things like, okay, um, I want to slot in this mod, and uh, so rather than grinding out for for new versions of the same armor, you're going through the same grind for the materials you need to upgrade the armor. And um, for whatever process you need to go through to acquire the mods. Yeah. Which the idea is that that grind will feel more rewarding. But they kind of corrupted this a little bit by saying, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> there are still going to be three different versions of each armor. And <laughs> yeah. and we're going to roll six different stats on that armor. Mm-hmm. And the amount of total stats on the armor is going to be different. So there's still, there's still a huge amount of randomization. And the bit of randomization that the community seemed to latch onto to say, this is not good. Like, the rest is okay, but this has got to go, was the elemental affinity, which this TWAB addressed. Yeah. You think it's enough? Uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. Honestly, in the way that I've been playing recently, uh, like, we talked about how, like, there's a little less play in my clan and everything right now. So I play a lot alone, kind of building my, like, building my armor sets just as a fun thing to do. I've been completely ignoring elemental affinity. Really? Unless uh, unless I had a build that specifically needed it, I would I just did stat rolls. Like my best armor is stat rolls. 
high stat roll. Mm, gotcha. So, and then I, you know, and then I take those high stat rolls and then I build off of that. That's what I've been doing because I, I was among the people who thought the elemental affinity was BS. Honestly, right. if I had, I mean, you know, I can, I can armchair game development all day long, but if I was to build it, I would have made elemental affinity, like something you get to choose, like you purchase. Like if out the gate element, there was no affinity on the armor yeah. and then I had to use an upgrade, mo uh, upgrade module to give it one. I would have been perfectly fine with that. Yeah, it can be a mod itself. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, put, a, put a fireball in there to make it, to make it fire affinity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I, I think it's, this is, this is kind of what it should have been all along. So for you, this is basically taking a system you were already engaging with in a way that you kind of liked, which was you were just going for stat rolls. And it's basically just saying for you guys who were not engaging with the elemental affinity system at all, we're making it possible for you to do so. So it's, mm -hmm. it's opened up a part of the game that to you was kind of closed off before. I, I wouldn't say closed off. Like I said, I, what I would do, um, I know there's a, there's a popular build last season that I did with my uh, Titan in the, with uh, void. I did. What was uh, the build? I forget everything about it because, you know, I'm one of those players that saw it on YouTube and I said, okay, let me build that out. I uh -huh. built it like the YouTuber said. And you then decked it. Had, uh -huh. I, I had a blast with it. So there's there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, what did it do? Yeah. Like I was, high level. I was, I'm curious. It, it had a lot of uh, melee regeneration um, that also tied into the super regeneration. Uh -huh. And then also, if you pair like the. Um, also, if you paired it with like the right exotic armor, the it would um, extend your super, make it longer, so you can you know last longer when you're you know beating stuff up. And it was just a really popular build with the shield titan, void titan, and yeah, uh, real Captain America type that. build. Sounds like yeah. you're either supering and, or you're uh, meleeing, very titanish. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, I needed a you needed a mod from the from the um, the seasonal item. So, and then that mod had to go into a void chest piece. So all I did was I took my high roll build, swapped out the chest piece for my highest rolled void affinity chest piece. And then I was able to do that build. So like, I kind of cheated. I never, I never specifically built a, or built a set of armor for that build. I just swapped in the necessary piece I had to make it happen. Sure. Yeah. And when you went for that build, did it, like incentivize you to get out there and to do certain events or to grind for specific things in certain areas. Like what did this actually look like? Uh, it, well, it, it became the must have Titan build for high end content pretty much. Okay. Um, it was the meta build. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was like the meta build. And uh, how you did know, you actually it, get it, it though? Like what, what kind of gameplay did you have to do in order to unlock the build? I'm curious. Oh man, you have to ask me that right now when I can't remember. Um, <laughs> you you can talk yeah. to me like I'm a Destiny noob. Don't forget that I don't actually play this game on the daily. So if you go into all yeah. the detail, you'll lose me anyway. Yeah, true. Um, it had to do with the seasonal mod. I, the seasonal mod was um, what was it? It was grenade based, I believe. Uh -huh. Oh my goodness, I, I need to like find that YouTube video <laughs> and rewatch it. But it was it was like grenade kills, like recharged your melee kills, which. The, your melee kills recharged your super. It was just like this. Stack oh, so of you were chaining abilities. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, chaining things. That sounds cool. Uh, is yeah. the exotic armor piece the um, innermost light chest? 
No, not that one. Okay. Um, I think I actually had that on my Titan. And because I know that it had a, a trait that made when you used uh, your abilities, like it, it, it did exactly what you said. Like if you use a grenade, it recharged you. Well, um, uh, the uh, chest of inmost light is an arc. arc I'm thinking build, of the so wrong thing. It, yeah. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. And then uh, another one. Um, now, this one I do remember. There was a popular arc build for Titans. Uh, we had just gotten back pre green. Greaves, which is exotic leg armor that pumps up the damage of your shoulder charge, and that set of exotic boots paired with the with a seasonal mod that recharges your melee ability. So it was basically melee shoulder charge, melee rebuilds quicker shoulder charge, melee rebuilds faster, things like that. And it, it was just basically a synergy of going around and shoulder charging things as a titan. Just super so, fun if you're on the receiving end of it. Yeah, that was a that was a good play around build that I had. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you found this meta build, you built towards it, and um, relating this back to the elemental affinity, um, how did you have to engage with the elemental system at that point in order to get this build done? Uh, kind of like what I said before. I if if I had to have a specific piece with a specific elemental affinity to it i just swapped out that piece and that's how i dealt with that uh-huh so at times so this is like no big deal or was that frustrating well it's just one of those slightly frustrating things when you know in this new armor economy i don't exactly have all the high rolls i wanted you know yeah and swapping out one piece could mean i could lose a ton of points in this one particular category a lot so that was the one frustration, especially early on. But now that I've kind of like we're half more than halfway through into this now third season, and you know now I have options. That's the thing. Like I've played enough to now I have things I can swap out and not have to worry about losing a ton of points in my grenades or my super uh-huh. or uh-huh. melee ability. You have enough um, high stat rolls of gear. Yeah, actually... I have enough to keep me going. Um, uh-huh. So it was more of a frustration in the beginning that kind of went away well that makes sense that that gives you a, a that's a progression path that's what you want in an rpg right yeah actually that's yeah true i guess that makes a good point that is actually how it's supposed to feel so <laughs> okay i like the sound of that um i also read in the same twab that in addition to the changes to the elemental affinities where you can change them on your armor pieces which you couldn't before um they also clarified that seasonal mods if you happen to go for them are going to work in that that in future seasonal armors. You aren't going to be locked in to a past seasonal armor to use a past seasonal mod. Because I think that was one of the the I did a little bit of research thinking about this problem, and one of the things that I heard is that people felt like it was pointless to go for seasonal mods because they were going to be useless in a month and a half. Mm. But it sounds like this change was put forth in order to say, hey, this seasonal mod will have usefulness, so please grind for it. Do you use seasonal mods at all? I did in the very first season when Shadowkeep launched. Undying, um, right? Yeah. Okay. They, um, that was when the Nightmares were brand new. Uh, the Nightmares had, you know, the top level gear that you get. You could get your pinnacle, like a level three pinnacle drop or whatever from it. And the seasonal mod was like uh, 
Dreams Bane or something to that effect. <laughs> or, you know, it was the season one basically just said, hey, you do more damage to nightmares with this mod in place. And it okay. stacks. <laughs> so, yeah. And what's so a nightmare? That, oh, a, a nightmare is supposed to be a like type of boss or character that is high level you only see it in high level um high level content it has uh-huh. tons of health and does a does a tons a ton of damage to you um so a pretty dangerous boss is it yeah, season pretty dangerous specific boss, yeah. uh there's you can still do content that will have them okay uh, in it um it's all on the moon <laughs> anything, yeah it makes sense basically anything you do on the moon will have nightmares in there so so, it, yeah. so if we get if we get season of the whatever season of the mm-hmm. of the flowery meadow then the yeah. Flowery Meadow might not have nightmare bosses. No, it won't. Okay. Makes sense to me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And when when you link this to me, um, the, the, yeah, the thing you said that, that stood out to me is you said that they just fixed two things we talked about. Um, what kind of an impact do you think this fix has on the way people play Destiny? I know when we talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago, I had a lot of complaints. I'm not going to rehash them all. But um, I imagine you probably have a thought, like, like if say, uh, let's just role play. Like you're trying to convince me to get back into destiny. How does this change the opinion of someone who's not a destiny uh, uh, acolyte is the word I use to describe you, but let's say uh, enthusiast. Uh, How does it, this, this update uh, affect someone who's not, not an enthusiast of the game uh, wanting to get into it? Uh, What's the sales pitch? If I was to curate a sales pitch specifically for this TWAB, it would be to the effect of they're listening uh-huh. because, because the fixes that they put actually put into the game, I saw on message boards. Like, like I wasn't too shocked that they did this, but what shocked me was that these were things I saw people saying, hey, maybe this is how this should work or this is how this should function. Um, and that's that's I think is an important thing for Destiny right now is to be to understand that they're listening to some of the things that the players are saying, mm-hmm. um, and then I could go later into how you know oh hey you know if you don't have a hundred year or a hundred hours to play this game you're getting rewarded with items that you can use and then also modify to fit your play style. Uh, that's a very that's a very easy HR marketing kind of. Feel <laughs> to give so. sounds good in the headline yeah. yeah okay yeah i get that and your point about how the devs are listening it, it's obviously important for a live services game that i kind of feel like for live service games and this is something that i've been thinking about with the to a few others i'm uh, that are on my radar right now it seems like it's kind of the job of the game to bring new players in but it's the job of the community to kind of help curate, um, to tell the game what their existing base needs to be more satisfied, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And maybe that that's too that's too vague, but um, while I totally see the incremental merit of what this TWAV is is doing for people who already like Destiny and want to like it more, um, there are also folks like me out there who um, I, I, I kind of feel like I want to like Destiny too, but I don't think this quite passes my threshold of saying, yes, I want to reinstall. 
In fact, I think their big chance to get me was with Shadowkeep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually bought Shadowkeep. Um, I delayed playing it because I was I was balls deep in Wild Classic when it came out. But <laughs> when I finally did take the time to get in, I um like five hours of gameplay, and I was just like, oh yeah, nothing's really changed, has it? Even mm-hmm. though um it's better to I, I was ex- Armor 2.0 looked like an improvement to me, but the thing that that didn't that that really grabbed at me was like seeing these copy these events in the patrol areas that were still just copy paste. I mean, there's mm-hmm. maybe one or one or two that were different, but all the mechanics were the same. Um, the, yep. the 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 power level, which still seems it seems so silly to me as a gatekeeping mechanic. Yeah, it is. Um, the obtuseness of trying to figure out if you like a certain weapon, how to get the perks you need, um, uh, and and the the futility of rolling a weapon that you like, and also just the the fact that even if you do roll, find your god roll, the difference between it and a similar roll is so small that it doesn't actually impact most people. Um, and me, as someone who doesn't need to have the best thing, uh, I feel like my desire to actually grind out the best stuff and it's kind of not really there. Anyway, I'm starting to rehash all my gripes, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> but to, to, put, yeah. to, kind of, to kind of bottle up the feeling... Um, so... Let's actually pull this back out. Pull this back All out. Right. All right. When thinking about, I think a more interesting question at this point in the conversation is, what is it about me that makes me not like Destiny? And what is it about you that makes you like Destiny? I had a stroke of intuition before we started recording just now. And I sent you that Bartle type test and I took it and you took it. What were your results for the Bartle type? And before before I do that, I should briefly explain what Bartle types are. Uh, the Bartle test is an old test developed in the early days of uh, before video games. This was with, with uh, I guess, arguably a game. It's a mud uh, text game where a dude sat down and realized that different people like to play games in different ways. And he made rough categorizations to describe the different kinds of gamers. And the categorizations were explorers, achievers, socializers, and killers. Um all those should be pretty explanatory, except killers being people who want to be, want to be competitive. Um, so, you took the quiz. What did you get? All right. Uh, you are we wanting to throw out percentages also? Uh, it's up to you. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, uh, I got seventy three percent achiever, fifty three percent explorer, forty seven percent socializer, twenty seven percent killer. Cool. And then and yeah. And what? Do you feel like that's accurate for you? Uh, yeah, I, I do. Um, I <laughs> to to discuss a different series of games. Uh, you you heard me talking with Taylor about this. Uh, I'm currently replaying Assassin's Creed Black Flag and uh, on Switch since that's the new thing. He's putting everything on Switch now. And the way I'm going through playing it is getting all the items and collecting all the things and then uh-huh. doing missions. So to to have that mindset. So any games like that where it's like I can, you know, view the area, find all the collectible items and do that. I'll go through all that and then I'll be like, okay, now time for mission. You know, now time for me to go through the storyline with all my, you know, gear and all these things I found. So yeah. that, you like ticking all the boxes. I like ticking some boxes apparently yeah and yeah. this this thing seems to kind of go with that 
Yeah, the, the description from the quiz, which I think is a quote from the original Bartle paper, I'm not 100% sure, but it says, Achievers regard points gathering and rising in levels as their main goal, and all is ultimately subservient to this. Exploration is necessary only to find new sources of treasure or improved ways of ringing points from it. Socializing is a relaxing method of discovering what other players know about the business of accumulating points, that their knowledge can be applied to the task of gaining riches. Killing is only necessary to eliminate rivals or people who get in the way, or to gain vast amounts of points if points are rewarded for killing other players. When I when you took that, you said to me, this explains perfectly why I play Destiny. Yeah. Could you go into that a little? Um, yeah, it's like I uh, I like going after the titles that Destiny has, um, getting the all the guns. I, I at least, if I'm not hunting for a god roll, I at least want to pick up one version of the gun so that it takes off in my, you know, collections page. Uh, I do all that. Yeah. Um, I think what's kind of funny is that it talks about the killing part. And I, to equate that to destiny a little bit as kind of a joke is that I only go into crucible, the PVP mode only when I have to, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I am not a big PVP guy. I, I think the last thing I grinded out in PVP was like iron banner armor two seasons ago. So, uh-huh. cause it looked, cause it looked cool. Uh, <laughs> that was it. So, yeah, that's I, I I think this. Yeah, I think Destiny fits into that kind of like, oh hey, I'll do this social stuff as I need and want to, but as I'll a vehicle, over here as yeah. a vehicle, yeah. And do I'll you just think be that stuff until then? Do you think that that characteristic is something that you share with other people that you play Destiny with, like your clanmates? Oh, yeah. I have clanmates who not only do everything they can to collect all the gear and everything that you can earn, but they've also spent, I don't know, want to know how much money getting the stuff that only drops if you buy it, you know? Mm. Um, so, yeah, they, I, there are definitely people like that in my clan, and that's probably one reason why they stick around and, you know, they're still active, even, sure. uh, even when we're in kind of a little bit of a lull. Yeah, because the the achievement keeps them going. Because even mm-hmm. though there's not new content, there is still things they don't yet have, which to someone who prizes that is still content. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that was really striking. And especially because um, I took the same test, which and I contrasted drastically with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe this will speak a little bit to my, my, my the rant I almost went into a few minutes ago. Um, you and I line up pretty close on two metrics. Explorer, you're a 53 and I'm a 60. And Killer, you're a 27, I'm a 40. So we're pretty close there. The ones that we differentiate on are Socializer and Achiever. Your Achiever was 73%. Mine Mm is 7%. Whoa. So the thing that you think makes this game fun is my least valued characteristic (laughs) by a lot. Now my number one which is very tilted with socializer towards like 93%. Wow. Um, so you can see why, when I talk about why I don't like destiny, I'm like, well, what experiences does it create is the thing that I've said a few times. Like who am I playing with? How am I connecting with people to do this? Where's the, 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 the incentive to talk to people? Where's the downtime where you can, you know, say, Hey, how's your day going? All that stuff, which Maybe to you is not as important, but to me, it's like the point of why I log in 
And so after playing mm-hmm. for 200 hours and feeling like the closest thing I had to community was your clan of people who are, are great at, for the achievement stuff, but I'm not really talking to those guys about like what I'm going through in my marriage. I'm not talking to you guys about like what kind of, you know, whatever you can imagine as being a human connection topic. It doesn't have to be intimate, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I, if, if I can't find a way to get there, then to me, it's like the game is not promoting the values that are important for me. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe I'm a minority. I don't know. But I saw a, a, an article somewhere, and it's something I read. I don't know if it's true. But it said like 80% of people who play games are socializers. Mm. Um, and it makes me wonder if of the reason why a lot of other people who play games like these but can't get into Destiny are bouncing off the same things I am. But then again, maybe Destiny's big enough. Maybe yeah. it's a great game for achievers. Yeah. I have nothing to add to that. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, I know I've said several times to you that you know it, it feels kind of elitist to say this, but I, I feel like Destiny's at its best when it's catering to the hardcore, and that would include adding tons of stuff for people to achieve yeah so i think that's just the type of game it is and if that's not your thing <laughs> that's that's why you don't understand it right the so thing I, that, I think it's i think it's just that simple yeah yeah the, the the description of um the socializer type similar to what i read with with your achievement thing from this this article let's see it says one thing here about the the relevance of achieving it says the only ultimately fulfilling thing is not how to rise levels or kill hapless drips. I don't know what a drip is, whatever. It's getting to know people. So for me, I suppose PvP, competition, killing is good if it promotes a connection to someone cooperatively or even part of as part of a competitive community. Like I came up playing internet games on a competitive team-based game, Team Fortress Classic, which I know I'm sure Taylor has filled your ears about in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so that's okay i can engage with that and also achievements um i think i don't know achievements are one of those things that's always been rough for me because i i care so little about about the, the check boxes that you, that you described um for me i actually did something similar to what you're talking about where you say you want to have like one copy of a gun and a good roll of it i was doing the same thing when i was playing which by the way the vault sucks Fuck the vault, oh. Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, totally. And you, Man, gotta... uh, I, I'm gonna say you probably didn't use any of like the the online tools like Dim. Yeah, or... I did a little bit. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I started to get into it. I've I've had people who I've met people in Destiny Two who played all of Destiny One and never knew about like the apps that help do the vault management. Uh... And I felt so sorry for those people because the vault <laughs> does suck. I as a developer myself, not not of video games, but just a developer, I understand how much it hurts that you have to limit people to a certain amount of space in a database. Uh huh. But it's it's pretty much all that is. Like, you know, you have millions of people playing. You're gonna there's there's limitations. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but the vault just yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, whatever whatever the reason. But yeah, in that vault. Which I so dis, dis you know have such a distaste for. I was doing something similar to what you were talking about. I was saving 
a copy of each gun. And actually, I think what I kind of was doing at the end before I stopped playing was I was saving one copy of a gun that was tuned towards PvP and one that was tuned for PvE. I was trying to mm-hmm. save every copy of a gun that had a significant, unique use case, um, which is exhausting. I don't, I'm sure I don't have to tell you to try to go through all those roles when you don't know everything about how the game works. You'd be like, I can't <laughs> save any more guns until I deconstruct 50 more. Oh, God. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I was doing that not because I wanted to collect them, but because I wanted to be sure I was ready for the experiences that the game threw at me. And I wanted to be able to get into the get into the raid and find out, oh, I this type of gun is the best for this, and that's going to help me be a part of this community. I have that. I already thought through that. Look, yeah. I'm a I'm a nerd, dude. I'm like you. <laughs> I make spreadsheets about games that I care about. Like I taught, <laughs> record conversations like these. I don't mind doing the work, mm-hmm. but it's got to serve that value. And it's just interesting that for you people you know who play destiny it's achieving and for me and i'm sure for others who maybe bounce off of it it's something else um i wonder it makes me want to learn more about bartle types i think i need to do some more research on that yeah okay man well what's next for destiny is there a season coming up yes uh there is another season coming up in i think it's really soon i i feel like i checked the timer like a a week or so ago and there was like Uh 40 days left What's it called, the, the next one? We don't know yet, actually. This oh, next really? season is currently called, I think I think in the TWAB, they referred to it as the season of the redacted. So huh. it's uh, it's redacted until I'm positive soon we'll have some type of like video drop or so, like a, a some kind of like something on Twitter. And they'll be like, oh, hey, check us out and we'll tell you about the next season. So sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm fascinated by Destiny, even if I don't play it. So I'm probably <laughs> going to pay attention to it. And maybe we can talk again when that does happen. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, man, thanks for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Always love nope. talking about this stuff. And the Bartle stuff is super, super cool. Yeah. I is. wonder, uh, I'd be curious um, if your other clan mates would be open to taking it. And if and if, if they did, if you could verify our suspicion about achievement achievers being uh, being well represented. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll I'll float that out to him. All right. If if anyone does, I'd just be curious. But yeah. no harm done. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, will I will catch you later. Have a good night, sir. All right. You too. Take it Take easy. Care.